Carry confidence with you. L3 Harris provides ultra-reliable portables and mobiles that are designed by and for those on the front lines. Learn more at www.l3harris.com. You are listening to Policing Matters on PoliceOne.com. I'm your host, Jim Dudley. Hey, thanks for listening. We've got a couple of great guests today to talk about the Center for Homeland Security and Strategic Defense. Uh, Everyone remembers where they were in September 11, 2001, right? I do. In the aftermath, do you remember the urgency to strengthen our national defenses, plans and intelligence to prevent another such attack on our country our infrastructure, and our cyber systems. Are we doing that today for law enforcement officers, fire, EMS, military personnel, and others? There is an excellent opportunity to share your expertise and contribute towards protecting our country and systems and obtain a free master's degree in the process. The Center for Homeland Defense and Security Programs are focused on leadership development, to transport how public safety officials view an increasingly complex world and homeland security mission. Through graduate and executive level coursework, seminars, and research, homeland security leaders gain the analytic and critical thinking skills and substantive expertise they need to create innovative solutions and address the threats facing our nation and our local communities. I'm speaking with Executive Director of Strategic Communications at the Center for Homeland Security and the Director of the Naval Postgraduate School and Programs, Heather Esperin, and NPS alumni, friend, and former colleague, Michael Petrie. Michael is a former EMS chief, alumni, and thesis advisor for the NPS programs. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jim. Nice to see you. Great seeing you both again. Uh, Director Isferin, please tell us about the programs. I know you have a lot. You've got executive level programs. You've got the Naval Postgraduate School. Uh, what, are you, what are your programs and who's eligible to um, apply? Awesome. Thanks, Jim. It's really great to be here, and especially with Mike as one of our graduates uh, to talk about uh, his experience. But basically, we have something for every stage of the career and uh, three programs that I'll just run through real quick that are available to your listeners. Um, But first, they're all covered. So the important part is the travel, tuition, lodging, books, per diem, everything is covered so that you can do the program successfully. And we take uh, we deal with over 2000 agencies from across the country. Uh, so we have a very diverse classroom. But uh, today uh, we have three programs I want to talk about, uh, one for every stage of the career. So you have the, at the senior level, the executive leaders program. So that's a one year program where you come to Monterey for uh, four one week sessions over that year. And uh, you're meeting with other executives from agencies uh, from around the country. And it's more of a discussion uh, executive format. And then uh, you're reading quite a bit. So you have to be interesting, right? (laughs) Okay. Uh, To get in, it's pretty competitive at the senior level even. And so you want to talk about the things that are keeping you up at night when you're applying to the program. We get about 200 applicants for that program and we have 32 slots to fill. So you can imagine uh, the, the people who get angry if they don't get in the first time, but don't worry about it. It's just that we have a small classroom and a lot of demand. So uh, very um, willing to help anybody on uh, 
who's listening to this podcast through the application. So please uh, keep my number and email handy so we can walk you through that uh, if you're interested. But that's the Executive Leaders Program. It's offered twice a year, two deadlines. Uh, The next one will be June 15th for a November start. And then after that, the next deadline will be January 15th for a spring start. So uh, next available opportunity uh, deadline is June 15th. All right. And everything that I'm talking about is found on our website, which is chds.us. And so uh, then we have our master's program. This is an 18-month program. This is the program that Mike graduated from. And it has a total of 12 weeks where you're in residence. So over the 18 months, you come to Monterey or our national capital region cohort uh, in the um, Potomac, Maryland for two weeks, and you're taking two courses at a time, and you're writing a thesis. So I'm not going to sell this as an easy program, but if you like pain, like a lot of our law enforcement folks, then uh, this is going to be a great program for you. And uh, it is a no-joke degree. It's like the Willy Wonka golden ticket of Homeland Security. It was the first master's program offered in the country. It is difficult. It does require time management, but at the end of it, um, I have seen amazing things over the 20 years I've worked here, where having the degree from our program makes the difference in promotions. It makes the difference in jobs in the private sector after you retire. So um, this master's degree is worth uh, every bit of the blood, sweat, and tears that you'll uh, shed as you go through it. And we have writing coaches. We have great faculty. Uh, Everybody wants to get everybody over the fence. So uh, we have staff that'll do all your travel and lodging for this program and the rest of our programs. But the master's program is just an incredible experience. Uh, Mike, can you talk about that? Sure. Um, As you said, it was 18 months long. And I went, I was in cohort two, which started in fall of 2003 and ended in spring of 2005. People I had in class are still close friends with me. Uh, One guy in particular, we still talk once or twice a week. The learning experience itself, as you said, Heather, was academically rigorous. Uh, It was in no way easy, but uh, it was exciting. It was fun. It was challenging. Um, Being part of that uh, first generation of Homeland Security practitioners, I feel like um, not only did we help define what the term Homeland Security really meant, uh, create the foundations of it through our thesis, through our research papers that um, you know were widely uh, read at uh, DHS, uh, DOD, and, and other agencies. Yeah, I can attest to the arduous pro- process of the application. I went through it myself. And uh, after all of that, I wasn't able to attend. And it is a beautiful campus, I can attest. Uh, the Naval Postgraduate School in Monterey, um, Maryland. So, Heather, tell me about that. I understand that you send the West Coast people east and vice versa. Is that true? Well, it actually depends on what's in your application. So if you work with federal folks, mostly um, it's not guaranteed, but you're more likely to get selected for the Maryland campus. Uh, If you are more state local focused uh, with some heavy uh, Fed presence, we have the, the Monterey campus. Either way, it's just an opportunity to be uh, in the thick of it at the cutting edge uh, with those folks who are uh, responding to our nation's catastrophes. And so 
Uh, it's an excellent opportunity, again, to retain your talent if you can't give them a promotion or a raise to have this as uh, educational opportunity is just a fantastic way to keep your people um, engaged and passionate about what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, we talk about training in law enforcement all the time. And oftentimes we there's a gap in our middle management and executive level training. This is a great opportunity. Mike, what are you seeing on the thesis uh, applications? What do you do to help these individuals who may have a, a tough time forming their thesis? And, and how, how often do you check in with them as they're, they're on their 18-month journey? Well, by the time they come to me, they really have made pretty much a decision uh, on what they want to do with their thesis. And I usually uh, have worked with people that are doing theses based on emergency management or emergency medical services, which are the areas in which I've worked. So questions to try to help them refine what, what their idea is. They also, by that time, they made a thesis proposal which is really outlining uh, what the thesis is. Uh, so we try to help them really narrow it down uh, to an area where it's exploring something that benefits their employer. Um, and it also something that benefits the academic pursuit of Homeland Security disciplines. Do you ever see collaborations? Are there any cross-pollinated groups, fire, EMS, police that work on any projects? Well, I, I think I can answer that in a number of different ways. The times ideas in the, throughout the program get implemented back in the uh, student's jurisdiction. There were many I talked about it when I was a student in the CHDS program that I brought back to San Francisco and people like you and uh, Chief Navarro, uh, Luke Canton and others you know, work to implement those or discuss them and thought about them and talked about them. The CHDS program, uh, two key things about it is it really is an idea of what's going on from other students in other parts of the country and other jurisdictions. And you think, geez, that's something that could work. And then you bring that back to the jurisdiction. Um, Another part of helping the jurisdiction is... The, the thesis of the research papers can be done on problems that are specific to your jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. So that, that's important. And um, I think those are two of the ways that the other real benefit of, of the CHDS is the network. I, I don't always heard from friends of mine in law enforcement that the FBI National Academy has a great network. And I, I believe it does. I think the CHDS network is right up on that same level, that same par, where you can reach out to people that have been in the program before you or after you um, and push to them and people will you know, stop what they're doing to help you fix the problem. Yeah, Heather, so you see you have an amazing faculty besides the actual papers and the Homeland Security issues. Is there a concentration on leadership that individuals can take right back to their agency? Well, definitely we focus more on the critical thinking skills. And and in that you become a a voice that's trusted. You know, Um, we have people that we ask them to not believe everything they think. 
And we also ask the question, you know, why should I believe you? And so you can't just spout your opinion on, on, in a classroom that we, we have. It doesn't matter which program. The faculty and the students are encouraged to challenge each other on, on their statements and provide some evidence to back up what they say. And when you do that, especially when you're beginning, you don't really, um, you don't really think about everything you say. And so it's a, a discipline of the mind to go through our programs and to really challenge your own thoughts first and, and build them up so that you are um, bulletproof, essentially, in arguments, which is great. It's a tremendous skill to have at home and the job, right? Right. So the, the leadership part of it comes with, um, you know, when people get into the master's, they're mid to senior already in their agency. And so looking at the others in the classroom, I don't know, Mike, I'm sure you felt the same when you're looking across the table, you're looking at people who are elegant in their thoughts and you learn from them. And I think that's a lot of where the leadership aspect comes from. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been there, Heather, for 20 years. I can't believe it. What, tell us about a couple of your aha moments that you've had in in all the cohorts going through where it really sort of changed the way you were thinking about what you're doing there. Well, you know, I came from a private sector communication background. So the mission, right, the passion that people have that go through our programs, the passion that they have to do their job, especially law enforcement in this environment right now, it's just so challenging and I'm just so proud that the people that, you know, sign up and go through this process, um, they're just always wanting to make change. And so it is, uh, it's a privilege to serve alongside Mike and so many other folks and just doing what I can to, and our faculty to elevate the thoughts and the job that these people have to do every day. It's hard and it just sucks sometimes, but um, you know, having a group of people like Mike mentioned our network, you seriously can call Kathy Lanier, who's president of the NFL and uh, security, and she will answer your call if you're an NPS grad. She wants to help. Everybody uh, is is driven to help each other, uh, at, even after graduation. I mean, Mike's been graduated for almost 20 years, so he's still part of us, and and we love that. We call that the CHDS family, and so my aha moments are all about um, elevating our people on a national level and getting visibility for their agency, getting visibility for them to to get their ideas out there, right? So we assume everybody's strategic, uh, tactically and operationally very good at what they do. This is your strategy program. Any program that you participate in at the center is about critical thinking and strategy. So um, that tactical operational stuff, we you guys are already rock stars on, right? This is this is your chance to really think about thinking and and elevate and make uh, a more sophisticated thought process for each person. Yeah, and and you. You talk about Chief Lanier, formerly from uh, the D.C., Washington, D.C., and, and uh, head of NFL security, a great resource across the country. It's no coincidence that you've had so many uh, participants rise to levels of chiefs across uh, their various agencies. Uh, a lot of great success. I want to ask you about that in a minute. But first, I'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsor. Coverage that goes beyond the call of duty. L3 Harris XL Series portables and mobiles are designed by and for frontliners who lay it on the line every day. LTE, 
Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, GPS, and phone app-based devices expand your coverage and keep you connected in the most challenging situations. Schedule your demo today. Learn more at www.l3harris.com. And we're back, and I'm speaking with the Center for Homeland Defense and Security Executive Director Heather Isferin and Michael Petrie, retired EMS chief and Naval Postgraduate alumni and thesis advisor. Hey, um, you have several programs. Your graduates put together these great white papers uh, on policies, really thoughtful, very investigative. Um, How are they used once they're in your bank? So anybody that is listening to this podcast can, uh, or viewing this, can access all the theses that have been written um, by our students on our digital library, which is hsdl.org. And uh, so what happens is people write these theses. Mike, you can talk about yours too, but uh, they get read by other agencies across the country who are dealing with the same issues. This provides the return on investment for FEMA to pay for everything. (laughs) So my job is to put those out and make them visible so that other uh, agencies and people can benefit from them. But they've been implemented into legislation on the local, state, and national level I can't even count how many times they've been used to um, inform and be uh, background, but also cited in um, the original, uh, you know, authentic documents that come from government. So, so many um, white papers for the White House, um, congressional testimony, all of that is the original research that Mike and other graduates have conducted over the years. Terrific. Mike, what do you have to say? Have you seen a change in uh, the topics that are researched and studied over the past 20 years, maybe since 9-11? You know, since 2018, obviously, public health, pandemics, infection emergencies is, are increasing and important uh, within Homeland Security. Again, it's reflected in the HDS. And for the past few years, as you mentioned earlier, cybersecurity is becoming a much bigger issue. So that's reflected in the research, yes. I would imagine looking forward, I think people will come to the realization that national security is homeland security because you have competing nations and near-peer competitor nations that are doing cyber attacks on the U.S., not only the federal government, but state government, local government, businesses, individuals. How, How do we as a nation as as large communities respond to that. These, this is what you're going to see, I think, in the research going forward. Great. Yeah, Heather, you mentioned some of the thesis making their way as references to, to other papers and even to legislation. Um, are you have you ever been asked by legislators for research on a topic and, and assigned it? Um, not not necessarily exactly that route. Uh, a lot of the students, however, have uh, thrown their thesis up to their congressional reps. So every time somebody graduates from our master's program, we put out press releases with the, um, the topics. And so they can, um, and we send them to congressional reps and to senators, just in case, you know, they are looking for information on different um, topics. 
So migration is a huge issue and a lot of our uh, law enforcement, but also uh, other agencies at the federal level at DHS especially have been writing on, you know, climate migration, but also um, just all aspects of migration. So we, they usually provide it to their leadership and throughout their agency. And that's how the good word gets spread. But uh, we put out every time uh, as, as a, graduating class they the theses get distributed nationally that's great yeah and i don't know maybe we made it out to be more difficult than (laughs) maybe we've actually deferred deterred people from applying what other kind of support do you give someone interested in the programs want to apply but just are a little bit intimidated by the process you know, Jim, that's such a great thing because so many of our folks were not paying attention in their undergrad years. They would rather go to a keg party than actually get that 3.0 GPA, which is a requirement for the master's, but not for the other programs. So um, for the master's, we have so much support. And um, from the time that you apply, where I can help you by just going through the application and your personal strategy, I set you up with alumni like Mike and others who can help with the writing. There are five long essays, three to five pages a piece. It's not really that long. But anyway, for those who haven't written in 20 years and weren't paying attention, it's a kind of a uphill battle. But we have uh, writing coaches. We have uh, faculty who are very understanding and thoughtful. We understand the adult learner, people who are so busy that, you know, they have families, they have associations, they have work right? They're 80 hours a week Mm -hmm. and uh, pretty high speed, low drag type folks. Um, So we do absolutely everything we can. If you can get through the application process and get into the program, we will help you over the fence. Uh, Faculty will meet with you just about any time of day or night, knowing the schedules are really different. Uh, You know, we have an operations coordinator that deals with all your logistics, sending your books home, all of those things so that you can just really focus on the content and, and that's hard enough. So we, we try to do everything else for you. Terrific. Hey, um, I want to wrap up and ask you to mention the, the website again, and how can listeners uh, look more into the application process? And how, what do you have, five or six different programs? Uh, I, I looked at your website, and you've got a variety of, of programs for different levels of, uh, of, of management. Right. So every stage of the career, uh, you can find a program at chds.us. And um, even if you're not interested in our programs, we have resources like our digital library. So if you need to be smart about something and in this age of misinformation and disinformation, having a source document, meaning it's not somebody's opinion of the document or the topic, it's the actual government presidential directive, (coughs) excuse me, or their executive order. But also Congressional Research Service, as well as all of our theses can be found in our digital library. Our website is a treasure trove of information. We have self-study courses. We have so much support for you. And that's our job. We, uh, you are our customer. And law enforcement, you know, your job is hard enough. Uh, we want to help you with absolutely everything we can to uh, get you up to speed on what's happening around the country. So Uh, That website is the first stop for a lot of our folks. And we really hope to see you in our classroom. Awesome. Hey, thanks both of you so much, uh, Heather Isverin and Mike Petrie from the Center for Homeland Security and Defense at at the Naval Postgraduate School and all the other programs that are offered there. I use 
the site uh, when I need information. I've pulled some articles for, for some of the classes that I teach. Uh, great resource materials. Hey, thanks so much, both of you. All right, to our listeners, hey, thanks so much for listening in. And I hope you found today's show interesting. Uh, check out the show notes for the links and information on how to find out more about the CHDS and the programs. And uh, let me know what you're interested in, what you're interested in hearing about, who you'd like to hear from. Drop me a line at policingmatters at policeone.com. That's policingmatters at policeone.com. I'm your host, Jim Dudley. Stay safe. Talk to you again real soon. 